Hey there, welcome to The Ellery Wells Show. I am your host, Ellery Wells. I'm an author, I'm a blogger, an entrepreneur, and I'm a personal business coach. And for the next two episodes of the podcast, you're in for a special treat. There's something that I haven't done in a very long time, and that is have an interview or share some sort, someone other than me talking. I'm not opposed to it, but... There have been two opportunities that have presented themselves, and that's what I'm going to share with you today. This first call is a coaching call with one of my favorite clients, Bridget Petrino. She has seen just some amazing success over the last uh, several months. We've actually worked together twice, and she's probably going to hire me again. I'm not going to spoil anything, but we're going to talk about that for the next uh, next several minutes. And some of the things that you are going to learn. This isn't just, hey, you should hire Ellery as a coach, but we're going to talk about how Bridget has used guest posting to grow her brand. We're going to talk about understanding an avatar and how a deviation from what you might think is your ideal customer or your ideal client doesn't mean that you're losing your way or that you are straying, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're wrong. We're going to talk about some of the tools that Bridget and I both use to grow our email lists, to communicate with our customers and clients, and she's got some really interesting insights about how people can look back and see how far they have come over a certain amount of time to see, you know, where that they've, they've actually come so far. And it's really interesting. I hope you find a lot of value in today's call. And she throws out a couple quotes that are quite interesting. And I don't want to, I don't want to spoil them here, but she's got a lot of, uh, amazing, pretty amazing things to say. So we're, I'll throw up the intro. And when we come back, we're going to go right into this coaching call with Bridget Petrino from BridgetPetrino.com. I'm not one of those entrepreneurs who gave up their six-figure salary and fancy office to start a business, and I wasn't selling lemonade to my neighbors when I was seven. I wasn't born an entrepreneur, and I never laid awake at night dreaming of owning my own business. My name is Ellery Wells, and I was forced to make a decision. Welcome to The Ellery Wells Show, where we talk with real entrepreneurs about real problems that they're facing and real solutions on how they are overcoming obstacles, achieving their goals, and making a difference in the world. If you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, this is the place to be to help you start, build, or grow your business. Well, other than getting 50, I got, I got to get used to looking down here. I'm down in the kitchen today. Other than getting at least 50 people in your challenge, what's a win that you well, I've been accepted into a couple more blog site things, articles. You know what I mean. As I've been doing one a day. What? As a contributor? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Some good ones. Good ones. So. And, it's, and I mean, look like you are inspiring other people. I saw, are you friends with Renee on, on Facebook? Yeah, we go way back. So you, you saw her thing maybe about... Uh, where she's like, I, I found my voice or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so how's everything else been? Good. I feel like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm doing good. I have 52. I feel like I should be charging for this thing at this point because, oh my gosh, I'm giving so much info and I think it's gonna be really good. I'm kind of like confused about where to go because. I feel like I keep 
shifting towards these moms who have businesses. And that's who I'm mostly working with. So I don't really know what to do about that because I think I said that to you before. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, that's kind of not the original reason for what you were doing. So I don't know. So I don't, I, maybe it was a, a communication thing. Cause I don't feel like that's what I was trying to communicate. Cause I remember that conversation. I don't know if it was the last time on the seventh or not. Um, no, this was a while ago. Like two or three calls or like eight or nine calls. I don't know. That's too much. I can't, it's been a blur, but <laughs> I know you don't take notes, but I'm trying to think cause I know we've discussed because I know in, I'm, I'm coming up with a couple of different conversations. And the one that I think is the most important one, and I, I think it was last time, is I think that is in line with, with who you're talking to. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. just talking about moms who are struggling to be moms or struggling mm-hmm. to have an identity outside of just being a mom, I think is the better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that often is... Uh, I do yoga, I enjoy skiing, mm-hmm. I play video games, or I have a business. So I don't think it's, right. I don't think it's off center of what your message is. You're just honing down to, okay, the people who are really struggling with this are mm-hmm. pulled in two different directions. They've got their kids and they've got their career or their business or their husband. And, and I think the struggle for your audience is between kids and something else and maybe you're just finding that this something else is their own business Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, it's all different like I said the one was a realtor right now the girl I'm working with is in direct sales but they're all I think the common theme is wanting to leave a legacy so I and wanting to do more and wanting to have it all like I always say, you can have it all because I think a lot of them want flexibility. They want to be home with their kids, but they also want income. They want to be able to go out or buy something for them without having to like ask permission from their husband. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of navigating what that sounds like and what that looks like and how that may change or shift my I think, it, I think it will come back to what you are pulled between if you are pulled between that and going on vacations all of the time you would attract people who wanted to leave their kids at home and go to europe you know but you're i think you're attracting and this is this is common this is um what most people take a long time to get to this realization maybe they try to shy, shy away from it but you're attracting people that are like you you know, you want to start. That's what I always say. Yeah, you track who you are. So that's why I think these moms are coming to me, especially they see me doing these videos. Right, right. So I, I don't know if it's a, it's an in, much of a an in, an internal struggle for you, but I think that, like you said, you're in a good place and you're doing the right things, and you're sounds like you're attracting the right kinds of people, the right kinds of moms too. So. But the other one who I just worked with was just a stay-at-home mom. So not just, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure she would love you saying it. No, but, 
remember the avatar thing it's it's like the bell curve you've got the ideal in the yeah. middle and then you've got these weird standard deviations yeah so she's she's this but a step or right. two okay. on side. because she did and that's another thing like almost every single mom that i talk to whether or not they have a business or not i i want to say almost every one of them has said to me oh i always thought about starting a blog or starting this or starting this you know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like even if they aren't doing it, they're thinking about it and just waiting for the right time. So remind me to come back and I have a, um, a proposition for you uh, based on something you said a week ago and, to, and just now. Um, but that'll be a sidetrack. Keep going. So in light of all that, which I feel like is – good like this is good um i'm really excited about my 30-day thing i have you know i guess i didn't realize how much i have learned because like i said i guess i also don't give myself enough credit for how much of a hustler i am because people who have been doing this the same amount of time as me i don't think they've done half of the reading the research the trainings like i am like it's an obsession. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to give them 30 prompts for these live videos. And all of a sudden it's becoming tutorials on how to do interval interviews and then how to content upgrade by getting email addresses and how to repurpose and post it to YouTube. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is so much information but they're going to be like loving me by the end. I just know it. So I need to think of something really good to offer at the end of this. Is it fun? I love it. Good. And it's so easy for me to sell. That's why I think I got so many, not like I have all these people, but I'm hardly trying because I a hundred percent know that by the end of these 30 days, they are going to be wowed. So it's just an easy sell. Like I'm like t tagging people or just everyone I talk to. I'm like, why aren't you in the challenge? Like why? <laughs> and it's not, it's not, I'm not like, oh gosh, I feel like I'm trying to push them into doing this. I'm just it's like, you're, you're crazy not to do this. Why wouldn't you do this? And then it's up to them. And I'm also to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to tell them once because I had a few people like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then they haven't signed up yet. I'm not going to, you know, I don't need you in this challenge. You need this challenge. If you can't enter an email address, you're never going to make it through anyway. And I'm not going to chase you down. So I've gotten to that mindset, which I think is the perfect mindset. Do you see how that's different from it's even so different. six months ago? Yes. Maybe oh my even gosh. three months ago? Yes. And that's why I feel like this is my zone. Okay. So I would not disagree. Think of this, this is the thing that you want to do. This is, you know, a point to keep coming back to. I like that you said, I guess I don't realize how much I've learned. That is, that's pretty cool. And I really feel like I'm finding my voice. I've been, well, I guess I'm using Renee's term, which I didn't hear her say, but I've been emailing my list every two days with like great value. And I, I consider myself pretty funny. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'm really liking these emails that I'm sending content upgrades 
becoming seen as an expert, building no like trust factor, repurposing live videos for blogs, vlogs, emails, YouTube, how to split screen for an interview, what you need to make a Facebook live video, and 30 prompts to have your audience loving you. And I'm talking all about selling and you need at least 30 touches before someone buys from you and all this stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, I actually know a lot when I'm writing it out. You know what I mean? So if you were telling somebody, like, I woke up one day and I was like, I know so much. What would you tell somebody who wakes up and they're like, man, I don't know anything. I don't know how to get started. I'm, I'm worthless. What would you tell that person? I would just say, where were you a year from now? Like a year before that? Yeah. Remember so. where you started. Because I think there's a lot of people in your audience and a lot of people that I talk to who would benefit from hearing what you have to say that would say those exact same things. I don't know anything. I've just been doing the same job for so long and I don't have the time. I don't, uh, it's too technical. I'm not technical because you've, there was a point in time when you're like, ah, WordPress, I don't want, you know, <laughs> and now I still am a little bit. Now you're like, we're, you know, landing pages and need this. And, you know, I would also say that whatever it is that you want to do, this is why you need to have me on your podcast, by the way. But whatever it is that you want to do, your passion is enough of a qualification to do it. Very cool. That's what I would say. Your passion to research and live this every single day is the qualification that you need. And do you feel like that's a message that your potential audience, not necessarily the ones that have subscribed, not necessarily the yes. ones that moms out there need to hear that. Yes. I would agree. Cause I think, I think that's where you were, man, and time, time has flown. Have we known each other too? Has it been? Uh, no, it's been like a year and a half. I feel like maybe not quite. Well, maybe right at when, right when we started coaching, I feel like that was, that was you. Like, I, I sort of know who I want to work with. I mostly know what I think they're struggling with. And now there's a lot of, there's a, a definite conviction in what, in your, your body language and mm -hmm. how you say things that, like you said before, I don't need you. They need Yeah, exactly. That's the difference. That is all the difference. And also something I've learned. Before I was doing one blog post a week, which is fine. I'm not saying what I did was wrong or right. But now that I have just hit my flow, I've been pumping out content like a machine. And part of it is that I've hit my flow. But part of it is the more you create, the faster you get better. Like yeah. I could... Maybe after 20 blog posts, I become 5% better. Now, I could do 20 blog posts once a week and take 20 weeks to become 5% better. Or I could do 20 blog posts in 30 days and become 5% better every 30 days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's a good way of putting it. And I feel like you articulated what I've been trying to tell people. And yeah. maybe it, it doesn't. I'm telling you, I am like in the zone right now like zone I feel like 
you know what? I just, so this is crazy too. My husband was in Amsterdam this week. He travels like all over the place now. So when he's gone, I like end up actually watching more TV than I normally would. And I just happened to see, have you ever seen Tourgasm, Dane Cook's? No. Oh my gosh. You need to watch it. It's on HBO on demand. It's only nine episodes. They're like 20 minutes each. And I watched this way back before I had my twins even. And I'm like, oh, I remember that was funny. I'm going to watch it again. So he goes on tour from one side of the country to the other with three other comics. And it's a documentary of them living in this tour bus for 30 days. And just the behind the scenes of being on this tour bus and they do 20 shows in 30 days. And I'm like, that is going to be me. I am going to get in a tour bus. I don't know with who, maybe myself, maybe with other motivational people. And we're going to tour the country in a tour bus. Like, so I really watched it to not only just because it was entertaining, but to like see like, okay, like this is totally doable. I'm going to do this. I don't know when, I don't know how, but that's what I want to do. So I, I don't know. Anyway, that's another whole. That you won't will do it because most of the things you say. I know. I do. You do. There's some things that you said, I'll think about it. And maybe you do, maybe you don't. We don't always talk. But the things you say, I'm going to do it, you usually do it. Yeah. So that is like on my brain. Like, I want to do that. All right. So you're on fire. You're in the zone. I'm ready. I'm ready. We need to figure out what to offer. You told me you didn't know what you were offering at the end of your 30-day thing. But now I think I know what you're going to offer at the end of your 30-day challenge. What do you think? Your your eight-week thing. Yeah. Eight weeks. Yeah. So you, yeah, whatever. Anyway, what, what should I offer? Coaching? I would see what, let me, let me pause there for a second. Cause I had, I had a realization and I think this will apply to you. Maybe realization is a little bit strong. So you saw my quiz, the entrepreneur quiz. We talked about it. I was looking at something else that Thrive Themes was doing and I was like, or it says, you know, how to create a good quiz and it should no, no, no. It was in um, Dot Com Secrets, um, but he talks about quizzes being one of his hot lead magnets things. And he said all of the your quiz should basically make it a, uh, abundantly apparent that there is a gap in their life that you can fill. Mm-hmm. And w- the reason why I think this is relevant is the quizzes are cool, but as you go through your class. What is it? What is their their feedback telling you that they need? I'm not saying you should not figure it out until the end, but I'm kind of thinking as you do this, they will say, "This is good, but this is how I would have done it better," or "This is good, but I still need help with this." Mm -hmm. And you start seeing getting that feedback because you've got a, a good sample size, you've got something that you are very interested in. And this isn't your very first rodeo with doing a challenge like this. You've done the points things and your mm-hmm. other Facebook groups. But I think from what you're telling me is this one is going to be different because you're different. So what you take, what their feedback is, what they need. Oh, I love this. I'm sad it's over. 
I'm, I wish I got more time to spend with you to learn how you do it. I know what you told everybody, but I want you to help me. You get feedback like that, and then you can tailor that into a group thing or a one-on-one thing or a, a course, something, something like that. I think their feedback will tell you what to create. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I was kind of like playing around with the idea of some kind of six-month program with modules. Let me ask you this. Are, are your moms going to sit down at a, a computer and do modules? Yeah, that's a good point. In one, in one regard, they are very much like you. In yeah. another regard, they might not be in, in other ways. They may have the passion, but they may be not, they don't know how to even log into a, you know, a training course. You know what? That's a good point because at the same time, I'm thinking about hiring this branding girl who I really like because I know like my front page, like I like it all, but I know it could be so much better. She's like, yeah, you get four sessions with me and also access to like this eight week course with modules. And all I'm thinking is I really don't feel like doing an eight week course. Like I'll take the four sessions and I'm not going to sit down. So that's a good point. Cause I just don't, I don't feel like watching the trainings and then figuring out how to implement all of that. Like I'd rather her just, that's why I, even with the masterminds, like I just want one-on-one, just tell me what I need to do. Not what most people need to do. Just what I need to do. Okay. So that's a good point. So maybe it's as simple as a half day intensive or something, a couple hours strategy. Keep the things that we've discussed in the past in the back of your mind because you've talked yeah. about doing half day things locally. Right. Uh, your audience is growing around the country and possibly the world, so probably the world. So think about how they would want to receive that, mm-hmm. that message. Cause honestly, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm like you. I, I don't, I don't like doing courses. That's why yeah. eight weeks to exit is there's lessons, but then we have weekly calls. Yeah. So it's not just passive learning, go and yeah. watch this stuff, but it's finding what your audience wants. And maybe that will come from their, their feedback as well. Yeah. I, I think that's good to just kind of, cause I can, put something together. It's not going to take me that long. It doesn't even necessarily need a sales page if it's, you know, a few coaching calls or something. Right. You already have the way to accept the payments. So, and I could say, you know, only five people, I can only take five people or something. Yeah. I mean, if you did that and then you said it was a thousand dollars for whatever, five out of more, more than 50 that have enrolled, that's a 10% close rate, which would be, I I think in online terms would, which would be very high, but not necessarily for you, how you are. Because they're warmer leads. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Oh, you're talking about doing, I don't want to say a rebrand, but a a freshen up of. Yeah. And it's a big deal. I, th- I think whenever, I mean, this is, this is your storefront. This is your, when people yeah. go, it's the first impressions. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked a couple 
Paul to go about not making big changes anymore. It's the small changes. Yeah. It's the, it's the polish that makes everything just right. But that's, that's why I think it's important to take a, a close look at some of this stuff is do I want to have a, a light background or a dark background or mm-hmm. do I want to go purple or blue? I feel like someone could help me like a branding person could help me just get a little more clear. I don't know. Yeah. I have talked a lot about branding, but not necessarily how to refine it. And it's been mm-hmm. a long time. So that's, uh, I don't hate that idea. So yeah, I, I think you could take the feedback that you're going to get from these people and, and put it together in maybe two or three groups. And then you, you know, this type of feedback, that type of feedback, and then come up with something to serve those people. I'd start asking for feedback fairly early on and mm-hmm. say, I'm, um, I've got a few ideas for something to follow up this course with. I'd love your opinion, your feedback. And then you start engaging people in that process and they'll be more invested in, in what you come up with. I helped her come up with that idea. They might even tell people, that's my idea and you should, mm-hmm. you should check this out because she's doing what I told her to do, even though that might not be true. But you could then come up with a, a program to serve the moms that you want to serve. And again, I would not necessarily think what you, when you have one of these people, that's not that ideal avatar. They're a step or two to either side of that, like the stay at home mom versus the one that wants to start a business. That's not a diversification on your message. That's just, that's a result of you having a clear message. And she's yeah. interested in it because she may be a stay-at-home mom now, but doesn't want to be in five years or doesn't want to be one forever. And, you know, this is the type of influence I need in my life. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that as a crisis of your brand, which I think that's the impression that I got when we first talked on the call was mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I don't know who I'm talking to exact. I, I think it's because you do that you're attracting these people that they don't know exactly who they are yet. They're you 18 to 24 months ago, and they see someone who is a strong, positive, funny female influence in their life, and they're, they are drawn to that. I wouldn't dilute your message just because they're slightly off of your ideal. Yeah. The CRM tools. Did you have a Oh, gosh. I started one. I forget even which one. HubSpot, I guess. I think I need to stick with like a Google spreadsheet for now until it gets too big. Cause I just, it's just too much. Okay. How are you going to implement a Google spreadsheet to keep track of where people are in your funnel? I'm thinking of just putting their name, like the date of if they, you know, either reached out to me or I, them, and then follow up date. Oh, and like their status, you know, are they a customer? Are they, you know, potential customer and then maybe set like in a reminder on my calendar, like 30 days from now. You are going to hate me for this next comment, but you can do all of that in active campaign. I know. Oh, you mean the, oh gosh, I know. I can't, I just. So despite your, your frustration at my comment, you could tag people, whatever software that you use, you could email people that are tagged as customers or prospects, but not customers. So you can treat them 
differently, which I would suggest you do that. I'm getting more into email segmentation and it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but the email, like you didn't get an email from me this morning, did you? About Pat Flynn? Yeah, I did. Did you listen to the SPI episode? No. And that's why I was like, huh? Anyway, I emailed people that I knew were, it was my execution, not, uh, not the software, but you can tag people based on an activity. You know, they signed up for my course, they signed up for this, but they haven't bought anything yet. You can email people that are in that category who have not bought anything yet. And the reason why I mentioned my email today is I took my listeners and the ones that were tagged as SPI listeners, which I guess I, I did do that wrong, but but you can t- you can treat people different based on actions that they have have taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a Google sheet or or not. Do you hear that? That's my cat. Oh. She sneezed. Sneeze. That's a big big sneeze. Booms. But whatever you keep track of of it in, I think it's a good idea. I would make sure that again, like you mentioned something else. Whatever you do decide to use, make sure it scales as you grow. And it's not going to create a monumental effort to move off of it as you grow. I feel like you're reading more into my comment than I meant. That's why I love video calls. (laughs) Let's just screenshot that. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Look, (laughs) or I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'll, I'll get there. I agree with everything that you said. My brain is not at that point yet. I understand. So... I've reached out to a couple local small shops about selling my cards, which I haven't heard back from any of them. And that's fine. But just any kind of collaboration that I can do one a day, that's what I'm doing till I get to a hundred. Have you, uh, have you been pretty good about that? Yes. Last two weeks. Sounds like it. I mean, from what you had posted in the group. Yeah. I literally, been trying to get on this parent.co for a year and they finally accepted one of my articles and they did i read that right if if it's original to them they'll pay you for it yeah and this one's not but if i get a certain number of views they'll pay me and same with this other one red tricycle which i applied to be a contributor and they accepted me and then I hadn't gotten around to um, like submitting any articles yet. They'll take republished ones. So I was like, I'll just, you know, do something. And they went on my site and handpicked two articles and said, can we publish these on our site? And if I get a certain number of views within 30 days, they'll pay me. So I was like, okay. And they're like, and please, we love your voice. Please feel free to submit any other articles. I'm like, all right. <laughs> how many how many times had you asked for that one i only had applied to be a contributor and they approved me and then i was like okay i'll you know when i get a chance but they beat me to it Bridget's is gonna rule the world someday oh my gosh my last email i said that (laughs) i'm just loving my emails lately i said in order to be a warrior you must have first fought a battle And I just talked about how, actually, what you just asked me, what do you do when you're feeling like self-pity or whatever? And I just said, you know, remember where you started? Where was I one year ago? If I've made enough 
this much progress in one year, if I do that every year for the next 10 years, I'm going to be queen of the damn universe within the decade. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You can't be a warrior if you haven't fought a battle or an yeah. want. I mean, that's so true. So many people, and you've probably seen this, Bridget, every, every good movie that we would want to watch, something bad happens and somebody gets through it and then they come out different on the other side. But so many people are afraid to have to do something that puts them at risk. You don't have to go search for a bus to hit you, but you got to cross a few roads. You got to go on a journey and inevitably something bad will happen. And we avoid, we put ourselves in the bubble so much that nothing interesting happens to us. Mm-hmm. And it's the interesting things that make us attractive. Make a life. And yeah. Our message, not physically. But. I'm, I'm so in the zone right now. Like I have somebody else who literally found me on Google. I don't know how. I, she found one of my articles just by Googling it. And then essentially begged me to be, to interview on her summit, which she has 31 people on who all have a list of over 5,000. And she's like, will you please be a guest speaker in my summit? And I'm like, sure. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm finally hitting my stride. And as much as I feel like it took forever, it really didn't. Do you think the forever that it took, meaning 18 months maybe, do you think that was a waste of time? No. If I could go back, I would have went faster with less comparing and less uncertainty, just believe in myself more and just keep going. And what role do you feel like coaching has played in your last two years? I tell everybody to get a coach. Got to have a coach. Did you build another landing page for your explicit cards? Yes. Man, you checked off. I'm telling you, I'm on the zone right now. Which I actually just had someone order them yesterday without me promoting them. And that's what I said to my husband. I'm like, I'm finally getting the point where people are like, wait, where were those cards? Let me find them. Are they still available? Like someone's like, are these still available? I'm like, yes. And boom, bought them. So I'm like, you know, I just need a bigger audience. And this will happen a lot more regularly, not just randomly. Dude, did you do this on purpose? This, this is genius. This is, this is my psychology degree coming out. Actually, you know where I learned about Jungian archetypes the first time was in freshman, uh, no, it was from Mr. Coleman in high school and we're talking about, it's either Star Wars or Harry Potter, but light versus dark. And you did this, whether you realize it or not, your, your clean cards are light and your naughty cards are dark. Mm-hmm. That's on purpose. I always think about how you said, how do you want people to feel? You know, and with the softer ones, I want them to feel like, oh, spa, you know, pretty, whatever. And then with the bold ones, I want them to feel like, f*** it, I'm doing it. So, yeah, it's a completely different design. Colors. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. Just out of curiosity, just talking about the, the sales funnel here, what if you change, how many... Add a set for my bestie. How many of those are you upselling? None. 
Okay. What if you're, what is your profit margin on the cards? You sell them for 19. How much does it cost you to get them delivered, print, printed, delivered, and then turned around and shipped out to somebody else? I don't even know at this point because the more I order, the cheaper it is. Right. Now I did spend 75 on each of them for designing, which is one time done. Let's, that, that complicates the equation, but let's look. I know it's so complicated. That's what I don't even know, but I'm not really doing it to make a profit. It's not hard to figure out, but for the purpose of this equation of how much your, your profit margin is per deck, we could add in the $75, but for 38, how many decks did you get? Oh gosh, this is so, because I can only order them in fifties. So 50 probably for 38, right? So it's 76 cents per deck. So you're making, let's assume it takes $4 to ship them. That's $5. So you're making $14 a profit. Well, that was free shipping too, but whatever. But you still have to. Uh, to right. Ship it. Yes. yes. So basically $14 a profit. The reason why I was thinking of this is I would probably take the set for the bestie and drop it to 15 bucks. Reduce okay. the cost for the additional one because that's your your cost to ship it will act won't go from four dollars to eight dollars. It'll go from four dollars and either stay at four dollars or it'll go from like four to six. Right. But by reducing the cost, it's basically pure profit for you, and that gives that also spreads your message to their best friend who doesn't know you yet. But hey, right. you got to check this out because Bridget is awesome. Okay. That's a good idea. So they're 76 cents a piece and you're $14 in margin and you spent 75 on design, which honestly looks like a pretty wise choice because the cards look awesome. And we're dividing that by $14. You got to sell six packs to cover the cost of the design. And I bet you've already done that at least, right? No, not quite. Okay. But I haven't promoted them much because I made them and then I started jumping into all this other stuff. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I literally like talked about it once on my Facebook page and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, so I'm like kind of waiting till this 30 day thing dies down and maybe I'll, you know, do something with those. Um, but I wanted them more for somehow getting into the local stores hopefully. And if not even that, just as like a little gift to give any coaching clients or at the end of this, this 30 day thing, I might give away a pack for free. Like it's more of like me getting my branding out there. And I think especially with uh, the soft cards and the, the bold cards, I, I think the cards look really good. Yeah. So it's more, it was, not only that, but something I just wanted to do. So they're not like, oh, this is where I'm going to make all my money. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it's, it's $19, but you know, that's the post that I, I mentioned on Facebook that I'd already written it and I had to rewrite it was why you should have a $10 product. 10, 19. Yeah. We're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just talking just a couple dollars, but this is exactly, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Right. They're, they're even different colors, which is, not you didn't just change the words you changed the color of the actual cards and i 
I think you've really done a good job. Um, actually, what you might want to do, I don't want to, to give you more things to do, but what if you got a clean, uh, let's call them soft cards and the brave cards. Do you, how, how would somebody do that if they wanted a clean version and a naughty version? You just have to add one to your cart and go back? Yeah, because I have them in, oh gosh, it's so complicated. I got to figure it out better, but the clean ones come in a set of 28 or 14 and the bold ones come in a set of 21. I know it's just got a little crazy. <laughs> I was going to say, I clicked through your almost to the, to the purchase page and it was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Um, anyway, you sell 10 of them. You've, you've more than broken even regardless. Yeah. Of the, the and I'm not worried about it. I think I can do that. It's I just, do too. I haven't like, put any effort into that yet I do too um what else you got and then I want to mention what I uh wanted to to share with you but that can be at the very end what else we need to knock out today I think that's it I'm just like I got to really think about what I want to do at the end of this 30 days and how many sessions do we have left maybe one. Oh, that's what I thought okay yeah, I got to think about what I want to do after that one. What do you want to do? If you if you knew five people wanted in or 10 people wanted in and they had a budget of 50 to $500 or whatever, what would you want them to buy? Because again, these people are like you. They're busy. They've got kids. They're trying to start a business or grow their business. What would you want to offer them? The one-on-one. I think I get the the most results with people from the one-on-one, like the 30 days and stuff, people never like finish it, you know? And then it's like, uh, that was, you know, it was good when I was doing it, but then I stopped. And then, so it doesn't make me look very good because they're not getting great results because not because of my fault, but because they can't follow through. So if I can work directly with someone, although this, girl that I'm working with right now every week we talk for half hour I even like shared a google spreadsheet with her and we have her action items listed out with dates and like she never does them oh gosh it's frustrating and she has a lot going on but maybe that's her problem but um I'll text her during the week like she'll be like I'm gonna do a video every day this week and then it'll be Wednesday and she hasn't done one video yet so I'll text her like nine o'clock at night. There's still time to do a video today, you know, just trying to, and then maybe she'll do one, but um, it's hard when people don't do what they say they're going to do. That's my biggest frustration with working with anybody. Yeah. Cause you're like, it's why it's so nice to go through a checklist and you're like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. But you're also seeing a lot of results. I look back at some of the mastermind groups or coaching clients who I wouldn't necessarily, I think failure is a strong too maybe too strong of a word, but I don't think the coaching or the mastermind is an expense. I absolutely believe if you do everything, it is definitely an investment. You should get a return on that investment. And when I look at people, they're like, man, this just isn't working out for me. I'm like, okay, we've talked about 2,700 things you should be doing. Have mm -hmm. you done one of them? Right. But it usually never gets to that 
point because they just give up. They fall away. Yeah. And that's their thing. Like, and I'm telling her, you know, she's like, I'm going to do this. and I'm going to do this. and I'm going to do this. And I'm like, first of all, like you need to pick one thing that you're going to focus on. And second of all, you need to do it every day. You can't just do it randomly once a week. So let me challenge you then as your coach, coaching the coach, she's not paying you to be like Bridget, the girl I go and have fun with on Friday nights. Ask her like you, you wanted to do these things. These are the goals that you've set for yourself because they knew you knew they would get you to where you're wanting to go. What's stopping you from doing those things? Mm -hmm. You did not make her add those to the list. Maybe you did, <laughs> but she agreed to them. You didn't have a gun to her head. She said, yes, in this moment, those are things that I want. Call her on it. Mm -hmm. You said you were going to do this. What happened? I know. Now I get it. And I feel like I'd be a lot more like that, but like she has had like some bad stuff happening. Like her one son has cancer. He's like nine, but it's hard for me to be hard on her. And maybe I should just take that piece out of it. But well, you can, you can hold her accountable. Cause I've got a, a coaching client that's like that too, where if you just went in there and I'm that way, honestly, like if you come in there, like you suck and you should be doing this and you, you know, I'd be like, Okay, and then I'm never talking to you again. So that, that style doesn't necessarily work. However, the message I think is still important. You can say, hey, I know you've been really busy. These are the things that you wanted to do. What got in the way? Mm -hmm. How can I help you eliminate some of the things? Or maybe we need to talk about the things that are on your schedule that we need to eliminate. But I know these are important to you. You said these were important to you. How can we make sure these things get done? Mm -hmm. And that's the same message, different approach. I think it's mm -hmm. a message, just a different approach. Maybe it didn't yeah. cross the same to you. But no. Okay. Some people really? want the drill sergeant, but you got to feel them out. You got, everybody's different and they're going to be, you know, they're going to, at the end of a bad day, they're going to be different than they are at the end of a good day. Um, and you just have to feel that out. But I think that's an important thing that defines um, coaching versus teaching and also versus being a friend. Anyway, you can't play the game if you give up or stop when you get punched in the face or you fall down. And I think that's an important distinction again between a teacher and a coach. And then your friends are going to be like, yeah, sister, that sucks. Let's go have a beer or a apple teeny or insert stereotypical thing that you probably don't drink. Anyway, teacher. All right. Friend. Last thing that I just wanted to talk about I, I don't know that we need an answer today but just what has been on my mind is that my brave and bold five-day thing I get opt-ins however I feel like again when it's live when I do it live it's like oh my gosh like this is the best challenge ever but when they do it themselves I don't think that they ever like probably never do it because it doesn't convert to sales generally a little bit and maybe I don't know maybe it is fine it's just on my mind like should I only do it live like every eight weeks and they can still opt in whenever but let them know it's not going to go live till such and such date or do I just leave it at that and hopefully they just love my witty emails and end up buying from me after the challenge
I would say hope is not a plan, but my first thought was what if you asked for their phone number and then like the third or fourth day you, you called them up. That would blow their minds to actually get a phone call from you. You know, like, Hey, you're doing the challenge and they'll say, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. You're right. It's great. Or yeah, I am doing it. And they're here. If you set aside a five minute phone call, maybe 10 minutes, and you did that, that would blow their mind and it would be a, a hybrid possibly between completely I'm uninvolved and I'm doing this live myself. And honestly, I think if you called somebody like that, your conversion rate into a client or something else would probably go up a little bit. Whenever I got a, a, this call from this guy named Michael in Australia, we talked Wednesday, two days ago. It's 4 p.m. here, 7 a.m. there. And he was like, this is kind of a celebrity moment, which is weird to hear that. But you'll have that same experience. And I, he's like, I, I think when I'm done with this other coaching program, which sounded like it kind of sucked, you know, I, I will probably hire you in January. And just that personal touch, which as a side note, I have been told so many times uh, how, just how good it is, how refreshing, how f- weird it is to get a personal response from me, like to actually get an email that's not either automated or like an admin or, you know, actually get me on the phone. And I'm just thinking, why, what are these, what are other people doing? Just like you were talking about calling all your clients and having conversations with them a few months ago, how much of a, of an impact did they have on them? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I, maybe, maybe that's a, a way that you can do a middle ground between I have to do this live and get behind the camera every time versus this is an evergreen program that I don't have to touch anymore. So would I just add the box to the opt-in thing, like the phone number box, or do I like end one of the emails say reply with your phone number or I just like you did on your receipt when, um, when you did not have their shipping address for the cards, I would add it as an optional. Make sure it says optional because your conversion rate will go way down if you require a phone number. But what's your phone number? I'll give you a call and see how it's going. Uh, Do that. And then you could say, uh, if I don't have your phone call or phone number, reply back and I'll give you a call before the end of the challenge to see how you're going. Because that might might spur them to have an additional accountability anyway, whether you actually get to call them or not or whether or not they give you their phone number or not. But, um, you know, name, email, optional phone number, I'll give you a call to see how it's going. And then in that Mm -hmm. first or second email, make sure I have your phone number and I'll give you a call tomorrow or two days or whatever the actual structure of the the thing is. Mm -hmm. And I think that will also improve the conversion rate to something else. Mm -hmm. So, Okay. That's a good idea. All right, that's all my questions. Because if my, like my 30 day blog transformation, I don't know if you did that or not, but that's all passive. But whenever I have my landing page with that, with the correct dates, I get more opt-ins than I get whenever I say it's closed. So I've, I've had some experience with, with what you're, you're talking about. Okay. Um, the thing that I wanted to mention to you, you mentioned in the, in, on Facebook chat that you had somebody who might go through the eight weeks exit program. I'm thinking about doing some sort of affiliate program for it mm-hmm. uh, with like a coupon code to where you could make money if someone uses your code to sign up for the program. 
Is, mm-hmm. Would that be of interest to you? Yeah, I think I could. Um, I know quite a few people who talk about wanting to start a blog. and. Okay. Um, I've already bought the domain, eight weeks to exit. <laughs> and there's eight weeks in exit strategy. Um, and But going through that weekly calls plus course material and getting in there and helping people troubleshoot stuff, stuff that I actually really like to do. Um, all the stuff with WordPress and, you know, configuring plugins and all that kind of stuff. Um, also in conjunction with the stuff I've already done for exit strategy, which is also an outline I came up with like two or three years ago and forgot about it and then found an old note that jogged my mind. But all the stuff that would help somebody get to where you're, you're at, blog, the software to use, hosting, the very basic stuff that I used to not want to talk about anymore, but I think that's the people that I get the most results from or get the most benefit from working with me are the ones that I take from, I don't want to say nothing, but no online presence yeah. to, to get them set up right. And I think there, uh, I, I hope there's, there's value there, but. Before our next and possibly final call, I think it is our final call. What do you want to have done that I can hold you accountable for? I'll add that phone number thing. I'll change the price for the add a set for your bestie. And I'm probably just going to have questions because my challenge starts Monday. Okay. So I feel like um, I'm going to know more once I'm in it and I'm going to probably have ideas and questions and all that. Okay. And I feel like, um, and maybe we could talk about this more next time, but with moving forward with coaching, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it right away or take a little break and then come back. I'd like to hear that. I might work with this branding girl for a few weeks and then maybe I don't need a coaching call. Like, I don't know. Okay. But I like the fact that, yeah, you're flexible with that. So that's good. And um, as long as I can always bug you through Messenger. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the accessibility might go down if there's, uh, but it's not like oh you're you're cut off. Cut off. Yeah, I know you're not like that. You know this. My ultimate goal is to to make you guys successful. All right. Yeah. Um, schedule your call for the, the the next one whenever that wants to be or the final one. Do you have any questions about which? package you want to do how many calls let me know anything else that's all all right well you have an awesome day you do thanks bye. bye have you finally had enough has your boss or the company told you just one too many times that it will get better do you feel like you have more to offer the world than what you're currently able to do and is starting a business something you've been thinking about but haven't found the right help to get started. If any of that sounds like you, I know you. You and I are just alike, and I felt like you are feeling right now, and I heard the empty words that you have been hearing. In 2013, just weeks before I got fired from my job, I made over $20,000 in commissions. And the same boss who would later walk me out the door handed me a trophy for being the quote MVP of our sales team. Oh, oh the irony. 
it was during that period that I decided to either A, polish off my resume and beg somebody else for a job, or B, see what I was made of and work on building my own business. And maybe you've had the same thoughts. Maybe you've been in a similar question, and maybe you've asked yourself this question. Do I try or do I settle? If you would like to try, go to 8 Weeks to Exit and check out my new training program. And I'll show you how to build an online business in 8 short weeks. Head over to 8weekstoexit.com to enroll and to become a student. Alright, that about wraps it up for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Ellery Wells Show. I'm glad you're here. And if I can help you start build or grow your business in any way please let me know if you want to find this episode all of the links uh, to bridget's site to her cards you can go to elleriewells.com slash bridget petrino and i'll spell that for you real quick that's b-r-i-d-g-e-t-t-e-p-e-t-r-i-n-o that's bridget petrino from round rock texas i'm ellery wells i hope you have an awesome day